When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, it's congratulations to the Warriors for being uh, nominated as Team of the Year in the Halberg Awards, the 61st edition, uh, presented on Wednesday the 14th of February. So it's uh, an appropriate time to talk to the boss, Cameron George. Happy New Year, Cam. Yeah, Happy New Year, mate. Hey, um, did that one come out of the blue? Uh, look, we've sort of you know, uh, worked with some information around the um, the process. Um, look, but it, it really did because it's such an honour and such a privilege to be um, named a finalist and uh, to have our footy club, which has never been done before, um, be in that position. Uh, as I said, it, it's such a privilege and an honour. So um, it did came come from out of the blue because normally it's all about you know the national sporting teams. Um, I'm very proud of it, but um, yeah, it's just something uh, that our boss should be very happy. Yeah, and I think the club as a whole, mate, I, I don't think it's just about the team. Yes, the team's performances were amazing, but it all starts at the top. And I think, you know, you can be humble, but I think you should take some credit for all of this because uh, teams don't operate in my world unless they're led properly. Uh, would you buy into that? Yeah, look, I think everyone's got to buy into um, being leaders around the club, and that's the uh, that's an environment we've got. Um, it's a one-in-all-in approach across the commercial right through the footy. So y- you are right. You know, everyone can take pride in the fact that we're in the on the list of the finalists. Um, you know, not just the players, the coaching staff, the commercial staff. Everyone makes you know the team tick. So. Um, yeah, just really proud for the footy club and our fans, mate. So very happy. Oh, yeah. Now, the Waz fans, as we now call them, are incredibly happy. But I think they're a little aggrieved, though, that Andrew uh, wasn't nominated for the coach there. But, but apparently he's ineligible. And I'm not even going to go into that. I just think he, he should be eligible because a team doesn't turn around like that with that leadership where it matters, right? Right on the footy field. 100%. And, um, look, yeah, they're, they're, that's what it is. And understand that. And he, he got... He got the accolade he really deserved yeah. within the NRL competition with the Dalian Coach of the Year. But, um, you know, Webby doesn't do it for those those awards. Um, but, you know, it's deservingly um, yeah, right that yeah. he receives them when, when he can. So, anyway, we move on and uh, we've got a big year ahead of us. Yeah, and we do, mate, and it's pretty exciting. I wanted, I wanted you to reflect for me just for a moment on the, on the last year. And seeing what Andrew and the team have done, particularly Andrew's guidance, because it was always going to be somewhat of a risk, and albeit a calculated risk to sign him on. Following this year, what was the most impressive thing from uh, from Andrew for you? Oh, look, I, I don't think I was blown away by anything in particular that he did, because um, I'm probably a little bit fortunate that... Um, I've known him for a long time, and, and just knowing the style he 
he would bring to this club and the, the type of personality and person he is. Um, and to know him personally, you know, I've had those insights, in, you know, sort of mm. for a long time now, and I've seen him a lot. So I wasn't blown away. It was just a pleasure to see how he really brought together a group of men that, um, you know, have had some significant challenges over the last couple of years and, and made them believe in themselves. And, and, and he helped them believe in themselves, but also they believed in what he was doing as well around them. And he had good staff around him. And that was the most uh, important part of this year was the reconnection of the whole unit. And, um, you know, he should be very proud of that because uh, it certainly brought about a belief that, you know, certainly gave our fans some great times. And, um, you know, we want to grow on that now. And uh, we've got things in place to do so. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to the year ahead. He would have learned a lot this year. So, um, yeah, looking forward to working with him again. We can throw out a lot of platitudes, but when you look at Andrew and what he's done in year one, now the pressure comes on in year number two, but looking back in 2023, do you think you might have a special coach? Oh, look, I think he's a um, he's a, a fantastic person, lots of attributes, mate. But, you know, time will tell. Um, this is a big year for the footy club across the board, not just Webby and the team. Um, everyone at the club's got to perform to you know, higher expectations this year. And also, um, you know, we've got to be better at what we, what we did in 23. We've got to be better in 24. We didn't win anything. Um, yep. But, um, you know, Webby's a... Is showing you know really good traits of leadership and um, really good traits of being a good rugby league coach and that's through any number of things. That's one is man management, two is um, you know his knowledge and innovation around coaching and and what he can bring to the table to really inspire our young talent to play to uh, their best uh, they can week in week out and we're seeing that now. Uh, but he's learning. He's a long way to go. He's learning a lot and by his own admission, you know, this is the first time he's got his hands on the wheel. So in any industry, in any role, when you get that experience behind you, you only naturally become better. So there's a lot of pressure on him, um, but I do believe he has the makeup to be an outstanding uh, one New Zealand Warriors coach for a long, long time ahead. What role do you play in his support network? Because we talk about support for the players, but he's got to have support. Are you? Do you play a type of mentor role? Um, I think the, the the key thing is here. Webby knows that I I know and what I'm good at. I re- respect and appreciate what he's you know very good at and what he knows, and um, we complement each other in so many ways around running the footy club. Um, between himself, Andrew McFadden, and, and myself, I think we talk probably three or four times a day in detail at length about what we're doing, where we're going, what's happening, what can we be better at. And the synergy between us three in particular um, allows us all um, just to lean on each other at a time of need. Uh, we're all good mates and have been for a number of years. So that's the most important part to me is that we, we remain good mates first. And with that in mind, it allows Webby to walk in my front door and talk to me about anything, uh, not just work. And, um, you know, we I can, I can do the same with him. So my role with him is just to be there as a mate uh, and... Yeah, sure, hold him accountable, but you know, we work so well together, which is great. I was about to say, there must be times when you've got to say, hey, pal, I'm the boss, this is the expectation, now suck it up and move on. That's it. Uh, he understands that, I respect that, he respects that. 
Um, but, you know, when we work in a collaborative way that we do, and as I say with Cappy around the recruitment, um, pathways and development, mate, we are so transparent with each other. Uh, we are so in each other's faces, ears and phone calls and meetings and coffees and beers and whatever it be, we are talking constantly. Um, and the best thing you can do is communicate and the best thing you can do is be transparent and be have a plan and we just continue to execute it. And we've got a long way to go, but as a collaboration of good people in our place. I don't see any one of us as a boss. I see us all as being the leaders uh, as a unit. Cameron, do you think people, and most importantly the fans, realise the amount of pressure you're on once the season begins and the and the stuff they don't see? Do you think they recognise the load you carry and everybody else? Um, I think they do. You know, we all want to win. Um, you know, you can't win all the time. We know that's sport, we know that's a game, but all we can do is make sure we have the best environment for our players and staff to, you know, exceed everyone's expectations. And yes, there's a lot of pressure on that. We love the pressure. Uh, we know the fans expect to win um, and we want to win the premiership with them. Um, we feel that we believe we're heading in the right direction to achieve good outcomes, but there's a bloody lot of hard work to happen first. And, um, you know, we're riding the, the wave with the fans. We feel it, they feel it, but we're not walking away from it. We're walking towards it, mate. We're, we're very, very focused on the future. I don't need to underestimate the power of the support of the fans for a team because they want to feel like they they are playing for the fan. But how important was that support? And by God, sold-out stadiums at home. Well, look at the alternative, mate, and we had to live through it. Um, through that, you know, that, that period of time that we don't really want to engage with anymore. But we didn't have a home. We didn't have a fan base. We didn't feel like we belonged anywhere. And the results showed that. Um, and then, look, our focus this year in 2023 was reconnecting and re-engaging. And, yes, footy results go a long way to driving that. But the way our uh, whole footy club reconnected with New Zealand and the fans just got on board... It just, it just drove us to be better. It drove us to get greater results for our fans. It showed us how much appreciation is out there if we get things right. And um, that continued to drive us day in, day out. And it continues from now to, um, to drive us because we know the expectation is there for 24. So it's onwards and upwards uh, with, a, with a real clear focus on winning for our fans. Succession planning is really important when it comes to the footy team. Uh, one of the great stories, and every, everybody in the NRL recognised it, was the not the reinvention, but the return of, of Sean Johnson, like he was playing like that 19, 20-year-old again. How satisfying was that for you? Uh, it, was, it was awesome, mate. Um, you know, I've seen some pretty dark times over the last couple of years with any number of players, and... And to see them smile again, to see them be reconnected again with their spiritual home and Go Media Stadium and the fan base and just what it meant to these boys. Um, you know, our fans will truly never believe how much, you know, it meant to them. And um, to see Sean bounce away this year um, was just amazing. And I'm just so proud for him, his family. Um, you know, he's going around this year, so the weight's back on him again now. Uh, we've got to move on from 23, but very proud. Uh, to see him, you know, get to those heights again. I just wish he got awarded the Dalium, but uh, yeah. he didn't. 
and uh, we move on from that. Mate, he should have. Let's be blunt. We we know he should have, and it was hundred percent. That was that was just ridiculous. And, we, and yes, we we move on. The re-signing of Tohu Harris just to solidify that leadership until you find the next leader. How critical was that for this season? Very. Um, it's all two part for us. Is off the field and on the field. Um, you know, Tohu off the field is an amazing. Um, inspiring captain he doesn't necessarily talk he just leads with actions and um, what we've done is we're transitioning from a club that didn't have any development and pathway opportunities for the last x number of years for various reasons to now being a club that's adopted a, a rule you know um, structured and formal development and pathway system but we've got to transition into it we can't just let all of our key experience and knowledge walk out the gate and not play for us again and uh, we want those guys to be around for a couple of years yet to really lead and show these guys what being a true warrior is about. Uh, you look at our ambassador program, you know, Monty Beetham, Owen Goodenbill, Kevin Campion, Simon Mannerings, um, a part of our footy club, and they are true warriors. And um, Torhu, Sean, Roger, they are doing amazing things around our young kids. And then we look at people like Kurt Capewell, who only add value to our squad, but more importantly... Our edge back rails coming through will see a competitor, a trainer, a leader, and someone that's won premiership. So it's all about getting the balance right of trying to win now, but at the same time transitioning into a future where we've got exceptional young talent yeah. coming through with very good mentors um, that understand what it takes to be the best. And uh, they're very lucky, these young kids, to work with these boys. I, I don't mind saying I'm pretty excited about Kurt Capel. I spoke to him about just before Christmas. And, you know, he re- even even when you talk to him, he sounds like Kevin Campion 2.0. He's going to bring that don't muck around, do the job and training, and then that will materialise on the field. And he will lead, a bit like Tohu, simply by example. 100%. And you've only got to look at his history and everywhere he's gone, he's he's helped the club succeed. Um, he's, he's a competitor. He trains hard. Um, and our young kids will learn very good traits and, you know, very good, you know, um, you know, ideas and traits and everything off him. So when you look at our seniors in our squad, you think about our future kids and what they're learning. And if we can bring them through on the same attributes and traits that Torhu Harris, Kurt Catewell, Roger uh, and the likes have got, uh, it, it bodes well for future talent. Do you have any nerves about Roger returning, different position and trying to be what he was before he left? Not at all. Uh, there's no pressure on him. I'm excited about it. I was excited about it when we are talking to him. I was over the moon when, we, when he agreed to come back. Um, Webby is, uh, he's excited because he's not the captain, he's not the leader, but he's doing leadership, you know, showing leadership amongst training and what he's doing in the background. And he's a new man and, and the experience in the rugby, you know, has done wonders for him. And he can only bring some of those things back and implement it into our system. So I'm not nervous at all. I'm more excited about it. And I know he is. And I know Webby's got a game plan for him that's going to really help our team and add a lot of value to um, you know to the whole the whole performance when the team came home I remember in, uh, talking to you and you were you were very you, you, you sounded not disturbed but almost broken but you said you will never put footy before family ever again do you still hold dear to that a hundred percent you know sometimes life throws something at you that gives you an experience that makes you understand 
and see clarity on certain things and um, we're dealing with uh, human beings before anything else and yeah sometimes you've got to butt heads over certain matters but one thing you've got to weigh up and weigh up so seriously uh, when it comes to their family and what's in their best interest um, they only get one family um, some of us are still got and lucky enough to have them around some don't um, so you've got to treat these guys as, as humans because they're going to be a human being a lot longer than they're going to be a footballer and part of our job is to make them the best version of themselves and you can't have them pissed off with us if in the event <laughs> their family um, is put second to them which normally is number one for them so you've got to find that balance so yes I still stand by that. I'm not going to ask you for a 2024 wish list. I'm just going to ask you, uh, what makes you happy where you are right now? Uh, I just I just love the people we have in our footy club, mate. Um, you know, any one of our players in our top 30 are all progressing in the right way. They're all value adders. They're all competitors. They're all, you know, there to try and do the best thing they can for our fan base and our footy club. And, you know, with all due respect, we've, we've sort of haven't had that completeness across our squad for a long, long time. Mm. And I feel like we've got it right. And with them, we've got the right people wrapped around them. And Cappy doing a fantastic job and his team. And Stacey, Webby, Richard Agar, Slay Griffin. You know, they just I just feel like we're, we've got the right people both on and off the field. And it's taken a long time to, to really get that balance right. Well, I, I'll say this in ending this, this wee discussion, Cam. Uh, you can be justifiably proud you feel like that because you're the one leading this club and setting this club up to be there. So uh, congratulations and come on, up the wires in 24, buddy. That's it, mate. We just want effort and commitment for our fans. So look forward to seeing everyone and thanks very much for your support.